0: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Monday, October 10th. Coming up, we'll bring you two conversations about marijuana legalization in Missouri. But first, how the governors of Kansas and Missouri are reacting to President Joe Biden's announcement last week that he would pardon federal marijuana possession offenses. Republican Missouri Governor Mike Parson says he will not follow in Biden's footsteps to pardon people in Missouri. KCUR's Salisa Kalakal has more. Biden's actions apply only to people convicted of federal possession laws. In a statement responding to the president's call for governors to follow suit, Parsons said people with criminal records can continue applying for expungement under state law. Instead of taking a blanket approach, Parson said he has granted pardons to people who, quote, demonstrated a changed lifestyle and contributed to their communities. Missourians will vote to legalize marijuana in November, which includes expungement for certain marijuana crimes. Parson has said he does not support that amendment. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, a Democrat, has also not committed to pardoning marijuana possession convictions. Rose Conlin of the Kansas News Service reports. Kansas is one of nine. 19- states that jails people for possessing a small amount of marijuana, and black Kansans are 4.8 times more likely to be arrested for possession than white Kansans, according to the ACLU.
1: There's absolutely no doubt that race is a contributing factor here.
0: That's Micah Kubik with the ACLU of Kansas. He says a pardon would help hundreds of people in Kansas jails and prisons, and on parole and probation for marijuana charges. A spokesperson for Governor Kelly said she'll continue to consider individual pardon requests, but she's focusing on legalizing medical marijuana, something her challenger, Derek Schmidt, has voiced limited support for. Today we bring you two conversations about the debate surrounding recreational marijuana in Missouri. Citizens voted to legalize medical marijuana in 2018. And another question is on the ballot this fall that would legalize the drug recreationally. John Payne is the campaign manager of Legal Mo 2022. He told KCUR's Steve Kraske why he thinks the ballot initiative is the best path to legal adult use.
2: Give us your elevator pitch for your ballot initiative, John.
1: Sure. So this will do three primary things. One, it will legalize the the use and uh, consumption and uh, you know possession, cultivation, uh, in personal amounts. Of, of marijuana for all adults over the age of 21 here in the state of Missouri. It will also expunge all nonviolent marijuana offenses uh, from the past, uh, with the exception of uh, sales to minors and driving under the influence of marijuana. Uh, and finally, uh, it will also uh, raise tens of millions of dollars of new revenues for the state. Uh, you know, the, the market in this is estimated somewhere around a billion dollars annually after the first couple of years, uh, and that money would be used, uh, the tax dollars, off that would be you know, tens of millions. Upwards of forty million dollars a year, estimated by the the State Auditor's Office, uh, that money would be used to help pay for uh, drug abuse and addiction prevention services, uh, the help uh, help out Missouri veterans, uh, to help process those expungements that I m- mentioned earlier, and also to uh, uh, benefit the state's badly underfunded public defender program. Oh, why
2: did you set the age at twenty one and not eighteen?
1: Well, we, we wanted to treat this basically like we treat alcohol, and that is, uh, you know, that's that's the age limit for uh, alcohol consumption on the state and that's also the age limit that's been set by every single other state that has done this so far
2: You know, I wanted to ask you about Missouri Democrats who have declined to endorse this issue, John. Representatives have made it clear that they're not at all opposed to marijuana legalization just to the way this measure is being rolled out. And one major aspect of that is that they don't believe that licenses are being rolled out equitably, even telling our producer, Zach Wilson, that so-called micro-licenses are a sham. What about that? What's your pushback to that?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, Missouri already has some of the most licensed of, uh, any state in the country, whether medical or adult use, uh, at least number of licenses per capita. Uh, and, uh, we would be adding a minimum of 144 new licenses, and those would be reserved for people that meet, uh, different social equity criteria. Uh, and, you know, these are going to be valuable licenses that are going to, uh, put, uh, some equity back into those communities. Uh, so, you know, I definitely reject the idea that it's some kind of, uh, sham. They will have, uh, uh, substantial value, and that is going to make uh, make a difference for the people who win those.
2: The concern you hear is that this measure isn't doing enough to help people of color and those in Disadvantaged communities obtain these licenses. You also hear that about concerns with multi-state operators running the show in Missouri's cannabis industry. What about that, John?
1: So uh, this is uh, probably the industry that has uh, the least amount of multi-state operators, at least at its inception. Essentially, there's a provision that prevents publicly traded companies uh, from holding any licenses in Missouri. So uh, that has meant that many of the larger companies in the in the nation that operate, you know, all. All over the country do not operate here in Missouri. Uh, Some of them started to make inroads, but most of them did not win licenses in the initial round. So uh, this is probably the, at least as it started out, the the industry that had the most in-state ownership uh, of any in the the country. Then, uh, now there have been, uh, since then, uh, the federal courts have struck down the Missouri ownership requirement that required 50 plus 1% uh, of the ownership be held by uh, Missouri residents. And so since then, there have been more multi-state operators that are based outside of Missouri coming in, but certainly at the outset this was a very heavily Missouri-owned industry.
2: Let's shift the focus here to expungement, John. Uh, You call the expungement plan in this ballot initiative uh, the broadest expungement in the country. Explain the specifics of how you can make that claim there.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the biggest factors is that uh, this is going to expunge offenses automatically. People will not have to go and apply uh, by hiring an attorney and going to the courts, the courts are actually ordered to begin the expungement process uh, on the effective date. Uh, and they have a specific timeline for when they have to clear the expungements based on, uh, you know, the, the the least serious offenses uh, are, are prioritized first and then the more serious offenses uh, later. But they are they have a specific timeline to get it done. Uh, and we actually put some of that, as I mentioned earlier, some of those tax revenues from uh, the sale of marijuana into uh, the, the court system to, you know, do the actual work of clearing uh, those offenses. So
2: who's going to pay for all this expungement and who's going to do the work to make sure that records are actually ultimately expunged, John?
1: Who would pay for it is essentially the, you know, the the license holders and the the people that are uh, consuming the adult use marijuana, because that's where the, the fee and tax revenue uh, will come. From for the po- program, and the circuit courts would be uh, the the ones that go through and uh, go through their. Uh, their records and let's say a marijuana possession case for an ounce and then they take that and if it's a physical record they literally will take it and you know seal it and they'll also send out a notice uh to the person receiving the expungement that the record has been expunged and that they can legally tell people uh that the you know the neither the arrest nor the conviction nor the trial any of it in a legal sense happened it is all been wiped from the record right
0: That was KCUR's Steve Kraske and Legal Mode 2022 campaign manager John Payne. Meanwhile, Missouri State Representative Ashley Bland-Manlove, a Democrat from Kansas City, says she opposes the ballot measure. She told KCUR's Steve Kraske that she supports marijuana legalization, but she thinks this measure is deeply inequitable.
2: You know, Representative, it surprised me that the Missouri Democratic Party decided not to endorse this ballot measure. I'm wondering why not.
3: You know, the question is no longer should Missouri legalize recreational cannabis. And the question is how. I think the party saw the flaws within legal mode 2022 and decided "Mm, that's not the best way Hmm. um, to legalize
2: this. Is it fair to say, Representative, that a party leadership is pretty split on this initiative?
3: I don't think they're necessarily split. I think at first it it was a split, you know, between most of the Democrats um, on whether they were for it or against it. And that was really, you know, who had kind of already dug deep into the details of it. I think the concern now is expungement. And do you take a not good idea, even though it has one good part in it, which is something that, you know, Democrats in Missouri are regularly forced to do when it comes to bills and legislation, somebody, you know, has a terrible idea, but we can get this one good part in it. So then do you still vote for the bill or not? And that's kind of where we're all at, at this with this initiative petition. 99% of us are for recreational and full legalization and decriminalization.
2: So first, let's talk about how licenses will wind up being distributed here. What are your qualms with that part of this uh, idea in particular?
3: Well, um, my biggest qualm, number one, uh, is this: this is still a constitutional amendment. And I don't think Things like this should be in our constitutional amendment. You know, we have bingo in our constitutional amendment because of the inefficiencies in our state legislature. Mm -hmm. So I really um, encourage people to get out to vote and vote for people who um, have your best interest in mind. Um, With that, the distribution of these micro licenses is is quite disheartening and disturbing um, what's what's a micro
2: micro license license representative
3: you know i don't know i think it's (laughs) when you give an adult a kid meal and say here be happy with this so the micro licenses number one limit how many plants um you can grow and it is 250 plants which only ends up bringing in about two hundred thousand dollars in revenue and running a business is not going to flourish on two hundred thousand dollars additionally the micro licenses are issued after all of the regular licenses are issued. So how much of the market is actually going to be there? Mm -hmm. These micro licenses don't say only people who have these issues can get these licenses. It says even people who have these issues can get these licenses. So I don't even know if micro licenses will go to people who actually need the help.
2: But but the idea Um, is micro licenses are designed to give some folks a small operation to bring in some revenue, not on the same scale as a regular license. That's what you're talking about here, right?
3: Right. But then if I mean, how am I supposed to grow as a business? You're not doing me a solid. You're Mm -hmm. giving me a half portion and saying, here, make your money off of this instead, which then, Makes the writers of this initiative feel good, like oh, we're going to help Black people. But again, if you don't specifically say this many licenses needs to go to this group, we'll end up with the same situation that we have right now, where there is only one Black dispensary. They could say they have minority dispensaries, and there's some list out there, but most of those are not Black people, and they are out of state or multi-state operators, so it's not reaching the target group that you you know say it's for. So
2: your point is, there's no guarantee that these micro licenses wind up going to folks who maybe need them most, including many people in the black community. Correct. Expungement, obviously, is a major issue when it comes you know, to the legalization of marijuana. You know, Representative Manlove, you've been critical of that expungement plan. What's your pushback?
3: Well, it's baseline. If you're going to legalize, you have to get people out of jail. You can't You can't live in both worlds. So it's a baseline that you're going to work on some type of expungement. So, you know, you get no kudos for that. It should be that if you are now letting people out of prison from this legacy market, which should not have happened in the first place, you should compensate them for that as well. So you don't get kudos for paying for the expungement because that should be done anyway. The question comes, is it automatic or not? and i will clarify for some it is for people on probation and parole it is automatic and if you are already out it is automatic Mm -hmm. however people who are currently in theirs is not automatic It does have to go before a judge, and it's up to judicial discretion on whether they get let out or not.
2: When you say those those who are in, in prison you're talking about, right? Correct. Those who
3: are in currently, right now, still have to go talk to somebody else and get it run before a board or a panel to let them out.
2: And that could take Um, some time and and could be a a considerable expense to get that done.
3: Well, that's not even the part that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned that they're misleading people saying everybody's going to get out. Mm -hmm. and What if you had a marijuana charge, but you also have a gun charge with it? Is the judge going to give you, you know, time served for that and then let you out? Probably not, because the judges don't roll like that in Missouri. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. So there are other other things that play into whether you get let out or not, and they're simplifying it, making it,
0: oh, we're going to let
3: everybody out, and
0: that's not actually the case. That was Missouri Representative Ashley Bland-Manlove and KCUR's Steve Kraske. You can hear Steve's full interviews about marijuana legalization in Missouri at KCUR.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia dean This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit KCUR.org, where you can also listen to our live stream. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.
2: Hi, I'm Reginald David. You just heard a portion of a conversation from KCUR's Up To Date, the daily talk show I help produce. If you'd like to hear this conversation in full, check out the
1: Up To Date podcast found on your favorite podcast app.